at getting things done? No. You gonna read it? No. Ever? No. Okay. I've like gotten the TLDR. Honestly, I'm pretty much a cynic when it comes to anything productivity. Pretty much. That's funny because you just said it's the area of mental life that you're really interested in. Well, I guess I'm interested in like what makes you happy and unhappy as far as commitments and how I react to those and like what's necessary and good and bad. Yeah. But yeah, tr- there's, like, a really, there's a really good book about that called Getting Things Done that you should read. My philosophy is you can pick up any productivity, anything and get inspired and it will work if you make it work. And you will get a productivity boost. And good mm-hmm. for you. If you're me, you'll get excited and it'll just like fade away and you'll be back to your normal self. And then you do that enough to go, hey, maybe I should just stop with this. Or when I need to be productive, just like read a blog post on like the next I've read Getting Things Done several times. I've always had that experience of getting really excited uh, and then not following through. Yeah. But what I developed from it was a vocabulary to describe certain phenomena. Okay. That help me categorize them in my head and know what I was thinking about or talking about, you know? Okay. So like the, the list that you keep of, uh, like blog posts you would like to write or whatever, like that has a name, right? And there's like, there's a list in, in getting things done called the someday maybe list. Ah, right. Yep. Um, which is like things that are not associated with any given project they don't have a due date. They're just like things I would like to do someday, maybe. Um, and that is like not exactly your list, but like I do have a someday maybe list, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like those types of things where it's like, oh, like I didn't like have words for the someday maybe list. But what I did have was like a bunch of things I wanted to do someday maybe that were a psychological drain on my brain. Um because they weren't anywhere yeah right and so now that i know that like i'm allowed to just call something a someday maybe now i no longer have the obligation of feeling guilty about not having done this thing yet yeah right i can just put it on the someday maybe list and then someday maybe i'll do it yep (laughs) you know that's cool Um, i had a boss who was gtd and he, he was all like get it out of your brain get it out of your brain um yeah you just don't like when other people tell you what to do it's okay um. <laughs> I think the someday maybe list is interesting. I think the thing, uh, I think it, de- okay. My real answer to it is you're telling me this and I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. Oh, wouldn't it be crazy? Wouldn't it be cool if I did that? And if I did, the- Oh, like, Oh, this, blah, 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 and I'm getting excited. Cause that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen with it? Nothing. Or I'll make something. Maybe I'll implement you should allow it yourself for- to get excited about something without the follow-up guilt of not doing it. Yeah, that's probably true, um, but I think I find freedom in, in like knowing that I don't have that. Like, I think you're right, and I do allow myself to get excited about many, many things, mm-hmm. even knowing that I will not follow through. But you're right; there is definitely a complex of like failure that I'm like, if I don't follow through, it's failure. So I'm like, well, why would I want to fail? I don't want to fail. I want something that lasts me. You know right so i don't know i have found a degree of freedom and just just sort of not following any ignoring of those things. things just ignoring yeah. all those things and being like well not for me i think Whatever. the real key to productivity is focusing that's the key yeah. so if you can 
So if you want a productivity tip, focus. Just focus. <laughs> and then it's so hard to do. Right. But like you could you could be a millionaire bestseller author if you just tell people one word. Focus. Do you want to achieve your dreams? Yeah, man. Focus. You know? Like there you go. Don't do stuff that is unnecessary. There's one productivity hack. You know? Like Yeah, I don't think that's like I don't know. I'm being really cynical. Like, you, well, I just feel like incapable of doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I don't know whether that's like undiagnosed ADD or something or like, you know, whatever. But I feel very much like the only way I can do anything is by constructing like a maze uh, with like sharp corners yeah. so that I can't bump into the walls. Because otherwise, like, I'll like get distracted and never get to the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have to, I don't know, like I have to like structure my entire life in a way where the only way through is through. Because if there, if my brain believes for a second that there's anything else to do except for the thing in front of me, like I'll do anything else, you know? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean that I mean just from knowing you like that's definitely yeah, yeah. like yeah your your framework for like oh I, on my own this thing won't happen so why don't I build it into my life so that it happens yeah, or yeah. I recognize that's the this, only way. like this trend or this behavior pattern so I'll just you know fix it in a way that's yeah. outside of my so I'm not relying on discipline or myself to fix it this is all going back to our discipline stuff discipline december bro where i'm still very much i still flirt with discipline a lot i'm like well Well, i'm i'm getting and i'm not suggesting that you don't you know i'm getting more comfortable with the idea of discipline but i've reframed it as resignation interesting so like the reason i put uh everything in my calendar within 30 seconds of hearing about it isn't because i'm very disciplined about it is because i'm very resigned Hmm. to the fact that like this is the only way this is gonna work so i better do it Hmm. you know but it's not because like all right like gotta buckle down and make sure this gets into the calendar because that's what a good good boy would do you know yeah right it's much more just like well if i don't if i don't put this in my calendar right now i'm just lying to this person when i tell them (laughs) i'm gonna be somewhere (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i don't know yeah one of the things that might sort of be related but i was thinking it thinking of it when you were talking about the um, someday things list. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might've, this might be a base camp thing. It probably is in like getting real or something. Um, but I remember applying this at the last company I was at before Titan, there were these giant lists of features that we wanted, you know, mm-hmm. like, and they would come in from business people, the not backlog. as much from c- customers, but still like they would come in, you know, probably even uh, equally as much. Yep, And they would come in and they like, well, what happens to them? Well, you know, like this happens on every real life project. Like, like, okay, well, we'll make the list where you can put them all like, <laughs> you know, you, you don't get to decide the priority, the parking lot. but yeah, you can like put, oh yeah, add it to the, add it to the Trello, oh, add, add, it, add it to the sauna, oh, add it yep, to yep, the yep. insert list of feature stuff here. And yep. Uh, so the base camp thing, I think, and this is, this is a while back, but, um, it's like, just get rid of them. Like 
just get rid of them all. You don't need a log. The things that matter will get done because they matter. So just delete them. And I remember fighting so hard for this because it's a hard thing to get business, at least those people, to do. Yeah. Um, but I found immense freedom in deleting things I think I shouldn't delete, getting rid of things I think I shouldn't get rid of, donating things like physically in my life that I shouldn't donate. Yeah. You know? this It's similar to this concept of email bankruptcy. Um, oh, yeah. Right. Which is just deleting all your emails. Yeah. And being like, if it's important, they'll email me back. Yep. Wow. I declare desktop bankruptcy. I mean, like, there's just, it's so freeing. Like, yeah. That's no, sort of I thing. literally think, like, some days I should just throw my computer in the garbage and buy a new computer <laughs> because, like, my day would be better if I just installed PHP from scratch right now than if I tried to upgrade from 7.1 to 7.3. Yeah, not an easy thing. Whew. Oh, yeah. So, but that's, that's a thing. And I, I've, in my own life, I've sort of come to like, I'm, I love buying things, you know? So we've talked about this, like I vowed to not buy anything new this year mm-hmm. and I'm pretty frugal. So I think my love buying things is probably different than other people, but like, um, but still like I do love acquiring things. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, but now I love buying used things because I impose that restriction on myself. So I go to thrift stores and stuff. Um, but I find that I get equally as much joy from getting rid of things as I do from acquiring things. So Same. I think I'm in this place where I'm just doing both a lot. <laughs> you're basically just like a pass through for things. Yes. And it's you're, me you're, just feeding on the high of getting you're just something a discount and the code. high of getting You're a discount code for things. Why? Right? You because you, well, presumably you sell them for less than you bought them for, right? Oh, <laughs> I'm a discount code. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, totally. You're, yeah. you're basically just I like a discount way code for, for other people to buy things that is for phenomenal. cheap. <laughs> That's great. Yes, I am the Craigslist supplier. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. But every every ecosystem needs one. Oh man. Yeah. So it was just a tunnel for with the thrift to go store through. thing. Like at least it's it's a little less of a financial impact. But I'm like, oh yeah, I'll buy this thing. Oh, I mean, so many stories, but like, mm-hmm. I buy this thing, and oh yeah, so what? I'll just donate it if I don't want it. Like, so what? Mm-hmm. I lost five dollars, like two dollars, mm-hmm. whatever. I'll just donate it. And I'm like, oh, and I feel good. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm basically just giving them money. Yeah. That's good, right? Yeah. Salvation Army or whatever. <laughs> Goodwill. Yeah. Goodwill. Name it. Yeah. So, but, but really it is a cycle. Like I recognize that the cycle is, it's me just chasing this, these false things like this high, this high, it's me buying into the illusion that acquiring something will somehow improve my life. And then, well, getting rid of it actually does improve my life. Mm-hmm. Both ways. It's a high. And if I could mm-hmm. just stop like being addicted to the high, then maybe I could what just... if you accepted that you enjoy the high? And that's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah. But that's interesting. Um, I feel like that's not, not an end. What do you think? What do you mean it's not an end? Like, this is the sort of thing that, um, like, I feel like, like you can't just settle on that because... What if you accepted that you never settle anywhere? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. So you can't settle on that because settling on that would mean would mean like okay so i don't want to settle on that because i still want to reach the mountaintop where i transcend Mm -hmm. the cycle right right okay so then say your your next piece that breaks that one 
Well, I'm not saying you should settle on it. I'm just saying you should do that now. I should have sent the mountaintop, and the mountaintop is me giving in to my... Well, the mountaintop is... I mean, not to get all Buddhist, right? Oh, let's go there. The mountaintop, there is no future and past, right? There is only the present moment. Yep. So all of this like aspirational attachment to this like idealized mountaintop that you're going to reach with your relationship to things and money is equally as much a facade as me buying something at the thrift store. Yeah, I think so. Right. Like, isn't the high of getting closer to the mountaintop just the same as the high of getting a new sweater? Right. Yeah. Like you get the high of returning the thing because in your mind you become closer to this idealized person but that person's not real right that person is like a fiction that you aspire to sure it's a useful fiction um but it's only a fiction right yeah um and so the what i'm saying is there's suffering in the self-flagellation of saying I haven't arrived yet. Yeah, right. Constantly, yes. right? Yeah. And so what if rather than demeaning yourself for enjoying the high, you just accepted yourself as someone who enjoys this sweater in this moment and not add all of the expectations and attachments about how long I'm supposed to enjoy this sweater for and whether I'll be a good or bad person if I don't enjoy it next week as much as I enjoy it now and whether I'll be a slightly better person if I then donate it back you know like all of that like future tripping about the present moment I to me feels a little bit like unnecessary suffering right when you know yourself well enough to know, I'm going to like this now, I'm going to feel bad about it later, blah, 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 right? But if you can just love yourself enough to be like, hey, uh, like I love the guy who's going to feel bad about this later as much as the guy who's going to love it now, or whatever. And not, I'm not talking about you anymore now, I'm just talking about Buddhism. Sure. But uh, <laughs> you, you can decrease the amount of unnecessary suffering and increase your ability to be of service to other people i think because like the more consumed i am with myself and who i'm eventually going to become the less capable i am of helping someone or something like that that is that's like the general like worldview of buddhism is like get away from the attachments get away from saying should to yourself all of the time so that you can accept yourself so that you can accept others, so that you can accept the world, so that you can accept all the pain and suffering along with all the joy. Accept it all. And then that's how you get to the real mountaintop. I definitely agree with that. Um, that is pretty much where... That's pretty much what I believe. Yeah, same. Um, and, and like you said, you're not speaking directly to me, but it, in per, like in real life... Like anything, anything that I consume is pretty much along those lines, um, either like Buddhist thought or uh, Taoist thought or um, like mystic Christianity or mm-hmm. mystic Hinduism, like stuff like that. Um, pretty much you're 
it's all getting at that same thing, which is uh, pretty crazy and counterintuitive to me. Um, but in in life, so I guess the, the, the disclaimer is that because sometimes like uh, sometimes these conversations we fall into the uh, Caleb is the self-flagellator, the you know chaser of the next thing or whatever, right? Well, and, I, I and I'm not accusing you of you. casting. I am I am a hundred percent that guy as well, right? And I'm not accused, but in in these conversations, and so I guess I, I want to note that um, that though I do have those tendencies, I am on a, a trajectory towards like towards um, towards exactly what you're describing, like like recognizing even me chasing the mountaintop as its own form of um of suffering personal hating myself looking for the the next thing or the future me or or whatever you know um so so but but totally like i'm still completely under those um those forces one of the things that i this is like probably written down a thousand times for thousands of years but one of the things that always like rings around in my head is like every good form of spirituality is some form of letting go like any good form of mental or anything like mm-hmm. anything that is true for me is some form of letting go whatever mm-hmm. that is so if it's letting go of the mountaintop if it's letting go of the promise that this thing will that buying this book will make me a smarter person or somebody who reads books or mm-hmm. you know um or letting go of the idea of needing to let go or you know like it's as yeah, concrete or, like or as abstract as letting go of my plan for the year and my plan for the day yes. and my plan for you know whatever yes and i i think and i don't know if everyone is immediately capable of doing this and maybe that's that's like the skill that i need to to develop more um because right now my current self is bad a joke um but but this like like i think i'm pretty good at entertaining um what ifs you know that i found that is a pretty useful tool of like like things that Mm -hmm. you would never think but like if you if you do entertain it like what if i just wiped my whole desktop like for real like what if Mm -hmm. you know and you kind of put yourself there for a second and you taste the sweetness of that and then you go you know what i think i could let go of that or what if i didn't let it what if i didn't become a senior developer at my job you know Mm -hmm. what if i actually let go of that what would my life be like? What if I actually let go of being successful financially? Like what mm-hmm. if, what would I do, you know? And then tasting that and that being, and and feeling immense freedom in that, which I do. And then thinking like, you know, I don't know. And that's the path for me is uh, what what would it be like to actually let go, to really let go? Yeah. Of the- to, so Alan Watts uh, oh, yeah. has this exercise that he does where it's like, you know, if today was like your last day alive and you knew it and you could do anything, what would you do? Right. Or like, what would you do if money was no object? He asked both in different times. Um, and those sorts of questions where it's like, you know, if all of the external motivations and internal like guilt motivations about like time and a life well lived and a legacy and all of this other stuff, like, go away and it's just like i have 24 hours like what do you do with those 24 hours you know and when i think that way it's hard for me to procrastinate because uh 
there's no putting off to tomorrow what I could do today. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's also hard for me to feel a ton of guilt because there's no tomorrow to regret today. No. You know? Yeah. It, and it's, it's a cool little idea. So like when I really am able to bring my life back to like this sort of one day at a time, day by day, moment by moment thing, the smaller I'm able to get the time period that I live in, uh, the more content I am. Yeah. But there's this other part of me that feels like that is a very unproductive way to live and you don't get anywhere. <laughs> right. Living in living breath by breath. Like you have to make a list. You have to have a plan. Sure. You know, and I've seen evidence that people who make lists and have plans are more successful at achieving their goals. And so I'm constantly in this battle of like, well, I'd like to have some goals and achieve them, but I would also like the freedom of having no goals and no, yeah, you know, attachments and no expectations and being able to just take every moment as it comes. And the, that's probably my major inner fight and the place where I have the least like peace hmm. is in the fight between like the ultimate control of planning everything down to the most minute detail and executing it excellently and releasing complete control over the plan and accepting everything perfectly you know yeah and it's like those are the two ideals and i like have like some sort of weird worship of both that i'm unable to like let go of um and so i can't right i'm unable to simultaneously let go of the two you know yeah so i can let go of one and vacillate to the other or i can let go of the other and vacillate back to the one right but i've very rarely found myself like totally free of either constraint hmm yeah, that's very interesting. I imagine that's a a common tension. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I completely identify with that tension. I found Richard Rohr. He's a guy. Um, he's a Christian mystic, but um, by mystic a I don't. I hear a non dualist. Yeah, for anyone listening who's like weirded out by the word mysticism, it's not. It's not like mystic, like uh, sparkles and mystical, like uh woo woo maybe woo woo i won't use the word woo woo um but yes non-dual is the best way to describe it he's a non-dual franciscan he's actually like a catholic priest but he's the craziest priest i've ever heard um and his uh i find like him to be completely refreshing because he's such uh he's so content in the balance like he is the zen of the tension um mm-hmm. so he like when asked like, do you live, you know, so he's, he wrote a book called The Naked Now. I highly recommend it. And um, if you have a Christian background, it's even more uh, applicable. But, um, but yeah, that, that naked now, like really becoming the now and, and, and really um, engaging in the now. Um, you know, somebody asked him like, you know, are you the now guy all the time? Like, you know, he's, he's a, he's a priest and he's done lots of, he has a hermitage and he does lots of like retreats and, um, uh, yeah, he's a hermit or like a, you know, the monastic movement, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and his you know his response is always like well not all the time you know he's like i still you know want people to know that i'm a priest and i went to this and i've written this many books and i've you know but for a number of hours a day if i keep at my practices i manage to get back to a place of now you know he would say something like that like yeah like he's very much like well there's a balance i'm a human come on does anybody live in the now now like i i'm not a deity but i but i balance and bounce back between the two of them and i find that you know to be kind of my life pursuit so i don't i don't know i think i think the probably the as you know like the answer, like you said, is letting go, even of your discontent for the tension between the now and the, yeah. you know, um, yeah, mm. and the striving. But there's always that. Uh, I love striving. You can get, you can get all like high up there, which is funny because the high up there is actually the down there. Mm-hmm. But, um, but then at the end of the day, there's always the. But yeah, you got to get shit done, and you got to like do your job and be good at it, and like, yeah, yeah. you know, all the like the real life. Yeah, but just make the damn list, mm-hmm. you know. Which I always find refreshing. Yep. The like, yeah, 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 you know, whatever. But you got to make just make a list. Just make the yeah. freaking list. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. But Alan Watts, I followed his Twitter account. If anybody uh, is interested in a, like a fun, like occasional, thoughtful, uh, he's the guy who like brought Buddhism to the West. Um and he's got yeah so good way to consume him somebody's fan twitter account <laughs> gotta love it gotta love it oh, oh. yeah we went there that's more we philosophy and spirituality than we've ever done on the podcast on the podcast we had an episode called philosophy and it had less philosophy than this it's true yeah and this is oh. mostly like eastern philosophy that's my jam that is also my jam oh so win 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 oh really quick i had a thought might as well just do it um uh uh, there's a netflix documentary called what's it called it's about bill murray have you heard of it or seen it oh oh yeah i've seen the cover of it i haven't watched it. okay it's pretty cool um and i think somebody wrote a book called the Tao of bill murray so there's a book Mm -hmm. out there called the Tao of Pooh which is like Mm -hmm. why Winnie the Pooh is a Taoist sage. Um, And so, uh, but I I thought of that when you were sort of describing this, this like the the mental practice of pretending that you're, that today's your last day, you know, that like you don't even Mm -hmm. have to feel guilty because there's no you tomorrow to worry about. So Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? And, and so he, he sort of in this, this documentary, they portray him as somebody who, just kind of embraces or or realizes the need to be awake and that um so he does weird random things like just like going up to people and saying like nobody's gonna believe you like he's in like a mm-hmm. he's in mm-hmm. the guy's like peeing in a bathroom stall and he goes up behind him and he says like taps him on the shoulder the guy looks behind him and he says nobody's gonna believe you and, like walks away so yeah. there's all these stories of bill murray just showing up and doing random things and just delighting uh-huh. people like showing up mm-hmm. at their parties at their dinner house or their dinner parties like bartending like randomly um caring like deeply about one random person wanting to hear all about them and like mm-hmm. not really caring about anybody else um so there's that concept of like being awake you know like what would you do like how would you live if you knew if you weren't sleeping, you know, um, which I find, uh, inspiring. But then I also think like the Tao of Pooh or, 
Lao Tzu, like, he would be more like, well, I'll just do what I want to do. Or I'll just mm-hmm. let whatever happen, happen. <laughs> yeah. So maybe what you would do is what you would do anyway, if it was your last day. Interesting. Or nothing. Or nothing. Just like watch TV. You have one day to live. Yeah. Just it's like play Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I will just play Overwatch. Maybe I'll finally get out of silver. <laughs> Is that some tier of... Yeah, it's like a ranked tier. It's, you got to get out of silver to get the gold. Okay. That's what I hear. Okay, yeah. No, I could have guessed, guessed the next mm. medal there. Mm-hmm. Oh, D. Cole. Uh, it's late into the night. And like uh, this episode went from uh, concrete to abstract. I Well, let us know what you think, listener, for, for the minority of people who've made it to this point. Yep. Maybe just Next tweet we'll at us and webpack. tell us you made it to this point. Or like, I don't know. Like Yeah, did you make it? Did you make it to this point? If you, you did, tweet at us. Here, here's the real question. Are you here now? If so, please tweet at us. Indeed. Good podcast. Good podcast, Brother Daniel. Ah. <sighs> Big sigh.